the work that's happening right now is just fantastic. The organization is just top notch. And it's one of the things that drew me to working with PPMA. This is the PMP Industry Insider Podcast. Hello and welcome out to another episode of the PMP Industry Insider Podcast, where we look at what is changing in the in the pest control industry and we take you to the front lines of those that are driving those changes. I'm Donnie Shelton, owner of Triangle Home Services, which has Triangle Pest as well as Triangle Lawn. And with me is the ever-present, omnipotent, omniscient Dan Gordon. Dan, would you like to say hello uh, from from where you're at? I, I don't know if people know where you're at, but not that it matters. I'm actually, yeah, I'm in Florida, but that vocabulary lesson you just gave me, I, I think I knew <laughs> omnipotent, but I didn't know the others. But, omniscient, um, yes. Hopefully they omnipresent. Okay, always. I would. I would never, ever, ever insult you, Dan. Right. So uh, me neither. So uh, good morning, everyone. Dan Gordon, uh, PCO bookkeepers, PCO M and A specialists. We do uh, outsource CFO work for the pest and lawn industry, as well as exit planning. And um, today. We're talking with Jim Fredericks. Jim is a PhD who's responsible for any and all things uh, related to growing, protecting, promoting, and defending our industry with the public in his role as executive director. Uh, This is a new role, executive director of PPMA and senior vice president of public affairs for NPMA. So Jim's a a certified, uh, a board certified entomologist. Uh, is formerly Senior Vice President of Technical and Regulatory Affairs for NPMA and has a long history of serving uh, as the Chief Entomologist and Spokesperson for uh, PPMA's consumer media and marketing efforts. Uh, This is one that I didn't know about you, Jim. Prior to joining the association, Jim spent more than a decade working for Home Paramount Pest Control in Forest Hill, Maryland as technical director. And um, when longtime PPMA executive director, Cindy Manis, who we had on our podcast a while back, announced her retirement, Jim threw in his hat and uh, decided, uh, or they decided that he would be the next leader He completed uh, an exhaustive interview process, I can only imagine, (laughs) with the search committee, and the association announced his appointment uh, at Pest World 2022, and hopefully I covered everything. Jim, welcome. Holy cow. Yeah, you covered everything. Thanks, Dan. Um, (laughs) You know, I I, I hear your um, introductions like that, and and I I appreciate it. I suspect that came from like the bio that's on the on the website or, or maybe we even sent it over. Um, and I, and I sometimes, you know, I spent those years uh, with home paramount pest control, uh, almost, a, you know, a decade. And, uh, and that's really, you know, that was some of the most valuable time that I spent in the industry. Um, I mean, I've loved my experience at NPMA and now this new challenge with PPMA. Uh, but, you know, getting a chance to actually work the front line, so to speak. Right. And, uh, and work with a company, I think is, um, one of the most valuable uh, things that I've done. And I, I kind of treasure that that decade or so that I spent uh, traveling all over the East Coast, uh, doing uh, working with technicians and uh, running routes when need be. And, and that was really great. So thanks for bringing that up. It's fun to remember that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that's neat stuff. Uh, you know, it. Uh, sometimes there's a theory and sometimes there's practice. And when you put them together, that, that that's the best combination. So well, you have to have both. There's no doubt yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah, tempo. Yeah. 
Well, Jim, hey, thanks so much for for coming on board. And um, you know, obviously, we we want to get into a little bit about you know what you've been doing at MPMA, but more importantly, about where you're going with PPMA. This is obviously new. I personally used to have my inbox blew up by Cindy. Ned has now transitioned to you, Jim. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Glad to do it <laughs> from PPMA. <laughs> but let's let's get into it. Yeah. So so we had Cindy on a while back, and we were talking about PPMA. And you know, I was I was just espousing all the benefits that I I'm a I'm a huge supporter for PPMA. I, I think you guys do great work. I very much enjoy the products that you guys produce in terms of marketing materials, support for the industry. I think it's just a great organization. So she talked a little bit about that, but we also asked her, you know, people, people still are somewhat confused. Like, well, isn't PPMA part of NPMA? Is NPMA part of PPMA? And so do you mind just, just kind of like once and for all the final, this is what it is. This is PPMA. This is NPMA. And let's just kind of walk through that to start with. I will do my best, but I can't make any promises, Donnie. <laughs> right. That, that it's, you know, it's, I'm not surprised that some of your listeners and, and, um, you know, some, and some, uh, pest control pros uh, across the country might, might have some confusion there. It doesn't surprise me that you have a little bit of confusion there. Um, because sometimes it's hard to differentiate between the two groups. Uh, I guess the best way that I can explain it is that, um, the thing of NPMA as the umbrella organization. Um, NPMA has its own membership, right? Those members pay dues. Uh, there's a board of directors. There's a NPMA budget. There's a mission. NPMA does events and training, programming, all of those things. And then underneath NPMA, underneath that umbrella, are sister organizations um, that have their own separate boards and operating budgets and bylaws. Uh, these groups are like Quality Pro, the Pest Management Foundation, which is near and dear to my heart, um, and then also the Professional Pest Management Alliance, or PPMA. And so what PPMA does is, uh, think of it as the consumer marketing arm of NPMA. When PPMA speaks to the media, uh, we do so as NPMA which is probably where the confusion comes from. Because when we, uh, you know, if I'm speaking to, um, you know, the uh, Akron Daily Journal about bed bugs, then um, I'm speaking on behalf of the National Pest Management Association. And uh, as part of my role as the senior vice president and chief entomologist uh, for NPMA. The reason we do that is because it, it doesn't make any sense to speak on behalf of PPMA. Um, because the consumer doesn't have any idea what PPMA is, and the consumer doesn't need to know that PPMA exists. Um, what we need to, uh, the people that need to know about PPMA are people like your listeners, people like NPMA members, people like the, the thousands of pest control operators all across the country that might be listening to your show. Um, what You can think of PPMA as like the Got Milk campaign for pest control. Our mandate is to grow, promote, protect, and defend the industry. Um, and so I might be at a meeting or I might be talking to um, a pest control pro and they say, oh, I'm part of PPMA because I'm an NPMA member. Uh, but that's not really the case. NPMA membership dues don't go to PPMA in any way. Um, instead, PPMA is 100% funded through voluntary donations that are given annually by companies, both large and small, um, including suppliers. 
And one of the cool things that I've learned in my new role here um, is that the amazing work that PPMA is doing to grow and elevate the industry is funded by a prestigious but still rather small group of just several hundred companies. Um, these are the leaders, the trailblazers, the super committed um, and involved companies. Um, <clears throat> Um, the work that PPMA does do benefits everyone in the industry, though. Skip, so, so, Jim, can I stop there real quick? So I'm just curious, and, and this is really from my own knowledge here. Why, why break off public and media? You know, like why break that off as a separate division of NPMA? Like, why wouldn't they just be like, well, that's what we have to do, right? We we have media and we have we have to deal with the media. And that's a deal. But, you know, we have to have a public face and. Why do we need, why would we need a different arm, something like Quality Pro or whatever, you know, to talk to the media, to be the media arm yeah. for, for MPMA? So it's a good question. And a lot of it has to do with the legacy of PPMA. So this year, PPMA uh, turned 25 years old. And that vision began uh, with just a very few committed partners that wanted to go above and beyond and think about, you know, how does NPMA, started within NPMA, um, do this work? And in order to do this work and do it well, we need to raise money, right? And gotcha. so um, rather than raise dues across the board, that was a committed group of folks 25 years ago said, hey, we're committed. We will put this money up. We'll start an organization that'll that can work hand in hand with the mission of NPMA, and um, and, and help to grow the entire industry. And so that's where the legacy comes from. There. So, so is there is there a dues schedule if you want to join, or do you just give whatever whatever you you know feel like, or you know uh, is it is it is it a, a you know how, how how do you budget your you know, how, how do you know how much money's coming in and, yeah. and, and what's available? Yeah. So we have, um, so it's, it's based hundred percent on voluntary donations. Right. Mm -hmm. And so uh, we do have, you know, and, and, and companies will pledge um, their amount. So there's a couple of things, a couple of uh, ways that companies do that. We have our guardian level supporters, guardians uh, pledge to give one tenth of 1% of their annual revenues. Um, and so uh, that's, that's a big part of our budget. We also have um, investors that can give a couple hundred bucks or a couple thousand bucks. Um, it might not be at the guardian level, but they pledge that. And so, uh, and so based on those pledges for the year, we're able to determine our budgets. Another cool program that I'd love to be able to talk more about uh, at some point here is our, our mainframe product. Uh, so PPMA mainframe is um, a way that uh, pest control companies can basically have all of the tools that a PR firm uh, could bring to their business, um, but for just $99 a month. And so uh, based on those P those PPMA mainframe subscribers, we're able to, to kind of budget that out. So it's a little bit tricky, but we have we have some 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 really great uh, uh, donors who are who are willing to stand by those pledges and we're able to budget that way. Let me just and add do a quick plug for that, because that mainframe product. Fantastic. If you're not taking advantage of that as a pest control or lawn care company, like you are totally missing the boat. I am a huge fan. I very much enjoy the pieces that you guys produce. I think it's a fantastic, it, it is absolutely in my mind, a huge benefit for the industry. I, I, I see a lot of value in that mainframe product. We can get to that a little bit later, but 
Dan, you're going to ask a question before I stepped on. Sure. So, so before I do ask the question, just to one more. So do we have, do, do you have a, a bunch of manufacturers who also contribute or is it just uh, PMPs? We do have um, both, um, uh, both uh, PMPs as well as uh, suppliers. Uh, and so mm -hmm. um, we have a, we have a, um, we have some really generous suppliers who are also part of that. And the whole idea here is that, you know, um, these are all folks, these are all companies who, um, you know, who see the value in the work that PPMA does, um, and that is to drive consumers to professional pest control, and they want to help the entire industry forward by supporting it. Um, and because if the industry grows, then every one of those companies grows. Right, right. So, so you know, Cindy was in and, and and now she's retired. So what's your vision for the future? What changes, uh, if any, are you going to make in the near term or long term? Or are you going to, um, you know, continue along the path? Yeah, so um, it would be um, it would be really tempting to just come in and kind of sit back and just ride this this PPMA machine because the work that's happening right now is just fantastic. The organization is uh, is just top notch, and it's one of the things that drew me to working with PPMA. Um, but you know, if I could think about like uh, focus in the near and long term is for both growth and continuity. Um, so um, you know, if we can get PP, if we can. Uh, get the word out about PPMA and get more folks to invest in PPA, PPMA, then we can do, um, then we can do even greater things, right? Um, we're, we're doing awesome things. And so where do you, what do you change? Well, I don't think you change anything. I think what you need to do is grow the investor base so that we can do more. And that's the thing. So we want to maintain continuity, but then do more. I mean, PCT Magazine cited, um, the number one reason for driving industry growth as PPMA. Um, that that's that was huge. That was that's huge for us. And so imagine what we could do with even more companies involved. Um, and you know, I, I ask myself sometimes, you know, how could it be that um, people are not investing such a vital program? Um, uh, but but that's the whole point, right? We need to get the word out. And then you know, we've built this momentum over the past twenty five years. Um, and I think that what we're doing right now, what PPMA has done is second to none. Um, we've successfully shifted public perception uh, to be seen as both a, a positive and necessary service. Um, we're going to continue marketing to customers through digital social media tactics, educate them through the news media um, and serving up our public service announcements on um, on relevant channels. And we'll continue to invest in research as well. Well, Jim, I just, one thing I, you said that I just want to, I want to expand on a little bit, especially for our listeners, because I think it's really an important point that you made is I love it when there's a Terminex commercial or there's an Orkin commercial and they're flooding the airways. And the reason I love it, I mean, obviously we compete with them, but they wait, they, they raise awareness in the consumer's mind. And I mean, if you look at the stats of our industry, our industry is expanding as a percentage of people who are accepting and using the services that we provide. And, you know, I think one of the greatest benefits that you guys have done that I'm very, very, very much impressed with is getting these spots 
you know, on news channels, on, I mean, on national television, where you're, you're talking about the benefits of pest control, why pest control is important. It's truly expanding the industry at a scale that makes a difference, right? I mean, you get to, I mean, when I was, you know, when I was really young, younger in our business, we'd get the call from the local news station. Hey, we want to do a story on this. And I'd run out and, you know, shine my flashlight and sure. look pretty stupid like I normally do. Right. <laughs> like, you know, they would, they'd give me the interview and I'm there, Ricky. Bob, Sorry, I was hands. on mute, but I have yeah. to agree. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, here I am in front of the camera, you know, and I'm, you know, I don't know what to do with my hands, you know, the whole Ricky. But I mean, the point being is that, you know, if I were to say, hey, I'm a listener and I'm wondering how does how does this really benefit me? I'd have to say that's probably the number one thing. You guys are doing a fantastic job of actually expanding the market. Um, I mean, I don't, you know, Dan, do you do you see it that way? I mean, I, I know for me personally, I love the segments. I think, I think it really is. I think they're having an impact in increasing the percentage of people who actually use and are aware of pest control services. I, I think that the industry is changing that way. I think that the consumer is becoming much more aware from from several, um, you know, from from several initiatives, and um, so uh, yeah, I think it's terrific. The question is, given a limit, limited budget, you know, the got milk example. I'm sure the milk industry had a gazillion dollars. Well, maybe PPMA has a limited budget. So, well, almost everybody drinks milk, right? Right. Um, and that's what we would like to get. And that's what that's what we'd like to see for pest control, that everybody's got pest control. Right. It's just like right. milk in the fridge. And, uh, <laughs> and 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 so it's, you know, the, the our product looks like milk. We could you could play off that. I don't know if you'd want to drink it and have the little mustache, you know. It. Yeah. <laughs> but our messaging always is, you know, geared to grow the industry and drive consumers to a pro. Um, we will all we all the time get questions from media about, you know, like a do-it-yourself product or some sort of home remedy or some kind of like, you know, mint leaves on the windowsill to keep the ants out. And, um, and what we, what we tell them is, you know, pest control is not a do-it-yourself uh, project. Um, you need to call a pro. And so that's the message constantly call a pro, call a pro. And we try to drive people to the pestworld.org website um, because that's where they're going to learn more about professional pest control. And they'll be able to use our, um, our, our find a pro locator and find an NPMA member that is uh, that's near them, and so that's always the message: not a do-it-yourself project. Right, right. So let's um, let's let's back this up. So I am I'm an average. Let's just say I own two to five million dollar company. I'm thinking about you know I'm aware of PPMA. I, I obviously want you guys to continue to grow the industry because I know it's going to grow my business. What would you say is like the benefit of me, you know, as an owner, let's just say I'm 2 million. What's the benefit of me joining PPMA? Yeah, well, <clears throat> well there's, there's some, there's some um, immediate benefits, right? So let's say you're a $2 million company um, and you invest at the guardian level. It's a $2,000 investment annually, right? One-tenth of 1%. Um, and what you get is one, the kind of long-term big picture altruistic um, benefits of growing the industry. And if more people, if more people are considering professional pest control, that grows your, your potential client base. Um, but, um, but then secondly, you get access to all of that information that's in mainframe. So social media resources, um, 
sample press releases. Um, uh, there's there's also you know something that's not used a lot is um, is our um, crisis management and crisis communications. I um, mean, thank goodness it's not used a lot, but it's kind of a little <laughs> little used or a little known, I should say. Little known. That's probably a better way of framing it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but, you know, as a PPMA investor, um, you have access to the resources and the PR resources um, that can help you manage your way through a crisis if it would happen. You know, things happen in pest control, um, and when and, and occasionally if they do, uh, you need to have someone to stand by you and help you to kind of get through and make sure that messaging is right. Um, sometimes you need to know when what to say, or sometimes you need to know when not to say a thing. Um, and that PPMA is here to help with that. And so there's some real value there as well. Gotcha. Gotcha. And then, you know, I, to me, I, I joined when we were about, I think we were like a little over a million. And back then I had to join to get access to these research studies that PPMA would, would do. And it would, you know, it would basically, it's consumer attitudes, it's consumer um, opinions concerning. And I would use those surveys to to basically drive our marketing messaging. Like, you know, I would, I mean, it, it, mainly because it was like, I didn't, I mean, we're going to be, for us back then, it was a ton of money to do a commercial or to do, you know, any kind of advertising. I wanted to make sure that we, we did the best that we could with what we had. And so it was a way of me getting data that I couldn't afford otherwise. Um, and so I think that's also a huge thing, you know, just the access to data that you get of what's really happening in the industry. Yeah. Our so, consumer, our consumer research, I think is really valuable. Um, so, and, and, you know, when you're, a, when you're a, when you're a growing company, um, a small or medium sized company, um, you need to know exactly where to put those marketing dollars. And, um, you know, when it comes to generations, you know, generational, uh, considerations. You want to know the right way to communicate with with the with with the people that you're focused on, and so um, those our consumer uh, research is really important. You know, and we do it a couple of different ways. Every couple of years, we do our um, our uh, consumer attitude survey, which is kind of like the the big the big one. You know, it's a big deal. We look at all the different uh, ways that. Uh, different generations, uh, different demographics are using pest control or considering pest control. But then we also have a quarterly Harris poll uh, that we commission to kind of get the pulse on some very specific, maybe seasonal questions, as well as get an idea about how pest control is viewed within, in the public eye. And then uh, something that we're, that, that's really interesting and, um, and, and is, is really um, intriguing to me is and I think Cindy might have talked about this a little bit is our AI research or artificial intelligence research and that sounds um, smarter than me because it is smarter than me. It's not something that we do, but we have a, a firm that takes a look at and takes um, uh, you know kind of a carefully curated selection of Twitter users and looks at the conversations around pests that are happening on Twitter. And then is able to translate that into um, kind of, you know, what's going on out in the world. Um, and so we get an idea about like, oh, you know, it sounds like there's some, you know, a whole bunch of box elder bug, you know, conversations that are happening in the Northeast. Um, and, and so um, companies can kind of react in real time to that. Um, and uh, and it's really an interesting insight and something that we're we're really just learning about. But um, but it but it's really valuable stuff when it comes to kind of this you know, get, getting your finger on the pulse of, of what consumers are talking about and how you might be able to cater to their needs. That is so neat, the uh, whole AI thing. So uh, 
if I join NPMA, I could pay my dues and do nothing and get the mailings, or I could participate and you know get on committees and 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 move up the ranks. How about PPMA? Is there a participation piece, or is it just you know uh, 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 um, you know pay your pay your dues and then uh, look at the resources? Yeah, but um, it's we 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 have an amazing executive committee as well as a board of directors that guides our work um, and helps to bring new investors on board. Um, we also have um, a select group of marketing professionals from, um, from pest control companies and suppliers who sit on our marketing council. Um, and they kind of serve in an advisory role as we develop our, our plan, our annual plan for the, for the following year. Um, but the real, uh, the real participants are the, are those companies that are uh, fueling the funding, right? That are giving, um, and so um, that's uh, that's really uh, you know how you can participate. You can you can help to participate by funding these efforts. Um, you know, we also have a, you know we also have the resources of the NPMA staff, and we have really an an awesome staff here. And that's how I got originally got involved with the PPMA work. Um, we lean on our entomology team. Um, for editorial review, content review, make sure that the things are uh, things are accurate. Um, so I can take a little bit of more of that load off of them now in my role, but that's the stuff that I was doing. Um, those folks are also the ones that we call on as spokespeople for the media. Um, they're doing the interviews, sometimes appearing on TV. You might see uh, Dr. Mike Bentley on the Weather Channel or something like that. Um, uh, and then, you know, our events team, financial membership teams, we're all kind of integrated um, because we, we're all under that NPMA umbrella. So let's, you, you mentioned something earlier, and I, and I want to make sure that we dig in this a little bit. Um, this AI tool, it's freaking awesome. We talked about it on our last podcast. Um, I think it's pretty innovative and I think so it's cool. really cool. Yeah, it is really cool. Can you just briefly talk a little bit about Kind of what what is new and 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 not that you know I, me personally I don't think you always have you know new doesn't necessarily always mean better right but what what do you guys have coming down you know the pike for PPMA like what the, 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 by the way I the AI thing I think is fantastic but is there anything else I mean do you guys have any new surveys that you're doing that you got coming out I mean what what's going on what's coming up I should say yeah um, so a couple of two big things coming up this year um, and that is one we're launching. Um, our Instagram presence. And so obviously social media is so important now. Um, we were, tr we, we took us a while to figure out exactly how to break into Instagram because um, after all, like, you know, who, who wants to see pictures of bugs? I mean, guys like me, guys like you maybe <laughs> want to look at like pictures of bugs, but like, how do you, how do you do that? And so we're going to be launching our Instagram presence this year. And I think it's, I think people are going to find it useful and it's going to be, it's going to be um, communicating to a really important demographic there. So, um, but then uh, the other big project this year is um, a redesign of pestworld.org, um, that website, because that is really, that's the mothership for PPMA. And we try to drive all of our traffic, whether it's social media, um, whether it's traditional media interviews, we try to drive everyone back to pestworld.org. And so we're going to be redesigning that kind of um, uh, and, and making that that easier to use. We have so much content there um, that we have to make sure that it that people just don't get lost and they're getting to the places they need to get and they're getting the message to call a pro. So those are the two big projects happening this year. So so any videos of you on TikTok? 
dancing, singing, dancing with bugs. bugs. Yeah. I don't personally have um, any bug dancing videos on TikTok, but we do have a TikTok presence. (laughs) I mean, I think we have like, you know, I think we have like 80,000 followers on TikTok. We have a video. Yeah, we have we have a video on TikTok that has uh, more than a million views. Um, It went it was a it was a bed bug hatching from uh, an egg um, and, you know, to some sort of music. And, you know, it went viral. It was, you know, over a million views. I don't know what it's at now, uh, but you could, but you ought to know. check out the TikTok channels. Kind of, the TikTok is pretty fun um, uh, because, uh, you know, you will see some funny stuff on there as well. And so, um, you know, we're speaking to that audience through TikTok. Um, we're speaking to, a, you know, a specific audience through Facebook, through Pinterest, um, through Instagram now. So um, you ought to check out all those social media channels. So that that's kind of interesting in that uh, you know you're you're looking at, at TikTok and uh, but uh, the newest set of buyers coming up is Gen Z. So in your opinion, how do they differ from millennials, Gen X, baby boomers? Uh, you know, and uh, and when will they become a force? And what are you doing to capture that market? Yeah. Um, you know, um, with with Gen Gen Z is just aging into. Um, that, you know, the, you know, being home buyers, um, Gen Z is just um, uh, getting to uh, the, um, uh, the stage at which they're, they're becoming real important pest control buyers. Um, and, um, you know, I think that we're kind of pleased with what we're seeing with regard to that generation. Um, they clearly see a value in professional services. And the roles that professional services like pest control uh, can play in protecting their health. Uh, we know that 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 uh, that generation sees pest control as an essential service. Um, now, of course, they're like incredibly tech. I don't know if they're tech savvy or they're tech dependent. Um, and um, both. So yeah. So so companies uh, are going to need to continue to evolve um, their communication methods and make sure that. Um, they have, uh, you know, they have the, the, the right tools to communicate to those consumers. Uh, I think um, this group of consumers uh, prefers pay-as-you-go models. And so um, when it comes to contracts and pest control agreements, maybe that will need to evolve or transform. Um, but we'll be working hard to make sure that we really understand this group um, in our next consumer attitude survey, because like I said, they're just aging into that um, into that kind of sweet spot uh, of home home ownership um, and being uh, real uh, uh, buyers of pest control. So that's pretty interesting. The subscription model from a financial perspective is an outstanding model. And uh, the younger people like to have everything on on subscription. So it 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 bodes well for for both the finances of a, a pest control company, but also uh, you know to the needs of the consumer. Um, so, if you had a crystal ball and um, you said, "How will the industry look in ten or twenty years and beyond?" What, what do you think? What, what changes? What, uh, what what you know? What do you think uh, it'll look like? Yeah. Well, I mean, the good news is that no matter how good our industry gets at controlling bugs, there's still plenty of pests and there will be plenty of pests in the future, right? Um, but seriously, I think that, you know, if in the next 10 or 20 years, um, levels of professionalism um, in the industry are gonna continue to rise. 
Um, I think that our industry will be viewed as trusted partners in food protection experts um, that protect the food that we eat, um, the the places we live, the people we love. Um, the narrative won't change so much, I think, for PPMA, um, and that's what um, that's what makes our industry so great. Um, we have a really great message. Um, uh, what we can't predict is the media that consumers will learn about professional pest control through, right? So I don't know. I really, I, at one point, I think I thought I knew what 10 years from now would look like. But when I think back 10 years ago, this is not what I expected it to look like. I still was like hoping for Jetsons flying cars. And, um, you know, I, we have like a, a Roomba uh, vacuuming, but she's not really like <laughs> from the Jetsons. Um, you know, you clearly like, haven't used triangle pest. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, for sure. But, you know, that's so we have to, I think, just constantly be reassessing our methods um, and our impact to make sure that um, that PPMA's message and the industry's message is conveyed, conveyed effectively to those consumers in the future. Yeah, no, it, interesting. I, yeah. I was going to say, I think that in general, I like Gen Z. I like where it's going. And who knows as far as technology? I mean, to me, what gets me excited is drone, drone technology. Mm -hmm. You know, a drone can't do an inspection, but a drone could certainly help a technician tremendously, you know, to start. I think that's it. But but, but anyway, we, we won't go there. We talked a little bit about that when we were coming back. Dan and I both... <laughs> Got super excited at Pestrol. We stopped at this drone booth and we were just going on cool. and on about the drone and like how they're doing inspections. And anyway, um, so many you know, things a drone can do. Oh my gosh, it was crazy. But so one last thing here, Jim, and then we're going to let you go. But anything else that you you want to share with the audience? You know about PPMA, your role, where it's going, what they can get. I mean, just in general, anything somebody wants to share? get involved, how, how yeah. do they do that? Yeah, I, I think the most important thing that I would like to convey um, to your listeners is that you're, if you're not already a PPMA investor, um, consider contributing today. Um, the more companies we have involved, the more work we can do. Um, and any amount helps. Um, but, you know, I think it's worthwhile to consider giving at the guardian level. And that's one tenth of one percent of your annual revenue. Um, the entry level access to those PPMA mainframe resources that we talked about is $1,200 a year or $99 a month. Um, we also have opportunities for supplier companies to invest. If you're interested, um, reach out to me, right? So um, you should be able to find me uh, It's uh, on, on the NPMA website. Um, but honestly, uh, email ppma at pestworld.org. Um, you can uh, you, you can call, you can call me, call NPMA. Um, I would love to talk to uh, folks about ways that they can get involved. So, just as a distinction between the two fees, the twelve hundred dollars a year that would be on top of the Guardian, or is that a subset of? Yeah, um, assuming that the Guardian level investment gets you to twelve hundred dollars, right? Um, um, and so, um, so that is that's kind of the minimum entry point for those for those mainframe resources. Um, so if you're a, a, a million dollar annual revenue company and the thousand dollars would get you to the guardian level, you would need to up that to 1200 in order to have access okay. to the mainframe. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I think I'm just going to say, I think the thing I'll add to that is that if you're not a member, you really should be, even if it's for selfish reasons, it, it is absolutely a way for you to, um, 
basically have an outsourced marketing and PR firm that is, it's, it already has all the content done. This is different in that you don't have to go out and create it. I, I think that is a huge benefit. And not to mention, you'll also be expanding the industry for the future. So I just, to me, it this, this is kind of a no brainer if you're not doing this. And by the way, I don't, you know, for me, <laughs> this, I mean, Jim, you can make a check out. I'll give you the ad. No, I'm just kidding. We didn't get, I mean, I have no incentive other than I really believe in it. I've been doing it, you know, since for Triangle for, you know, we've been a member of PPMA, gosh, like I said, since we're about a million and a half and, and I've never looked back and I think it's an important part. I think two reasons. Number one, for selfish reasons, I, I very much enjoy the content that you guys have. I think it's a great resource for any business to have in our industry. And two, obviously, I want the I want the market to expand. I, I feel like the work you guys are doing are really it has an impact. I don't I don't feel like it's a waste of money. So, with that, Jim, I just want to thank you for coming on and spending some time with us. Congratulations on the new role. Look forward to seeing what you're going to do in that role and kind of where PPMA is going to go and how it's going to support the industry. Dan, any parting thoughts here before we finish out? No, I think we've covered it all. I uh, really appreciate you. Uh coming on with us and um, let's see where it goes. It sounds like a very exciting time. I really appreciate you guys having me on and, and, uh, and I appreciate your support. So uh, this was a lot of fun. Thanks. No problem at all. Just a reminder. um, This episode was sponsored by WorkWave and CoMarch. And so if you uh, always, we always appreciate uh, the support of our sponsors. Also, all the resources and topics that we talked about is available on pmpindustryinsider.com. Just take a look under show notes for this show. And Dan and I are not bashful at all about asking for some sort of review rating on however it is that you can can consume the podcast. And if you're wondering, if you want to look at Dan's beautiful face now, and it is beautiful, especially now that he's in Florida, it might even have a little sun going on. Well, the, the the problem or the issue is now that I have to shave every time for our uh, episodes. <laughs> so that's a long way of me saying we have a YouTube channel now. And so if you would rather watch us speak versus listen to us, you can do that as well. And we'll put a link out for that. And so with that, we're going to sign off. Jim, thanks again. We'll see you all next time. You guys take care. Okay. Thanks so much. Take Thank care. you. Bye now. Take care.